1: The <tries> first time he saw the 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 first
0: good evening everyone this is <clears throat> this is thursday october 24th 2019 and welcome to episode number 226 of the second installment of the wcws radio network right here of course on talkshow.com this is the one and the only nwo wolfpack <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen this is mr wcws chad henshaw back on the live here with you And as always, we get to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Uh, It appears we do have someone coming in here right now, ladies and gentlemen. And it appears what I see right here, it is, of course, the man who, of course, is part of our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who will be bringing you tonight's wrestling news and views here in just a few moments. He is, like I said, 2015 and 17 WSW Hall of Famer. And also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, right here, of course, on Talkshoe.com. Here is now coming in on the line. Here, the Iceman, Man, Jared D. Girolamo is now joining us. <clears throat> and now, also, of course, on the chat box here tonight, bringing us tonight's lesson: history and birthdays. He is the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. John, of course, is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com as well. Before we get started on tonight's activities here for the evening, let us welcome, of course, J.D. and John of what should be a howling good time tonight on episode 226 of NWO Pack. Good to be here. Thank you very much, River, J.D. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as, as we promised tonight, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed for Wolfpack 226 is coming to us from one of our home groups of the NWO, NWO US Forever for Life. And if you care to join us for our live video feed from from NWO US here tonight for, like we said, Wolfpack episode 226, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWO US, the number four, life. I do see that we have Mr. Hayden O'Neill joining us on there as well, right as we as we speak. Mr. O'Neill, we thank you. What well, we thank you so for joining us, and please feel free to chime in on anything and everything you wish to uh, mention um, that uh, we we're going to talk about tonight, and anything you wish to bring up. Please feel free to bring it here to our attention. We're more than happy to discuss it. Also, <clears throat> also of course on Talkshoe.com, if you want to join us there, the phone number as always is one six zero five. Five six two zero four four four. 0444, caller ID 138 521 pound, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything we had to talk about here in this evening. Which, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be pure and simple. It's going to be, of course, our wrestling news and views and our historian birthdays. I and mean, then right after that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get everybody's take as to what happened last night on NXT and most certainly on AEW Dynamite. Of course, we will get to hear from the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo, who was actually at that show in Pittsburgh here last night. And he'll have a lot to talk about here tonight. I'm, I'm sure, as he always says, in more ways than one. <laughs> Plus, also, in time allotted, some wrestling extras will be coming your way as well. And, of course, we hope to have some more folks on here before the before the show's over with here tonight. But let's not waste any time here, folks. Let's get cooking here on episode 226 of Wolfpack with our Wrestling News and views Service segment. And of course, here to bring it here to us from King Ice, ladies and gentlemen, is the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news team this evening?
2: FS1 is set to air a special episode of WWE Backstage immediately following this week's SmackDown in Kansas City. The WWE on Fox Twitter account, however, posted a video on Thursday of Renee Young announcing that the special episode will air on FS1 tomorrow night, which will be the network SmackDown will air on this week due to the World Series. Young noted that she and Booker T will be joined by Paige and Christian, who also appeared on the preview episode earlier this month. The show officially premieres in its regular time slot on November 5 at 11 p.m., Finn Balor is set to be the guest tomorrow night, and here's the soundbite of what Renee said earlier today.
3: Wow, do I have some big fat breaking news for you guys. Okay, so with the World Series doing its thing tomorrow night, we now have Friday Night Smackdown moving its way on over to FS1. So with that, with this little extra bonus nugget thing, a thing called WWE Backstage we are going to be live immediately following Friday Night Smackdown. It's going to be me. Booker T is going to be there. Paige is going to be there. Christian's going to be there. It's all going to be starting with Friday Night Smackdown at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, and then WW backstage. We will be up live immediately after that. And, oh, wow, I know that you guys watched NXT last night. What exactly? Went down between
2: him and Johnny Gargano. You get tomorrow. So yes, we're gonna find out about that. Speaking of Johnny Gargano, however, according to reports, however, after what happened last night, however, he has not been cleared, however, following the attack of Finn Balor, and is taken to a medical local facility and underwent a CT scan to rule out head trauma and spinal injuries. Cameron Grimes, meanwhile, is listed day-to-day however, after suffering a left hip pointer during his matchup with Matt Hoban and Riddle. He will undergo further medical evaluation and is expected to be able to compete in his scheduled matchup with Tyler Bate a week from last night. Meanwhile, however, however the original plan for AEW's Dynamite closing segment was interesting, however, last night in Pittsburgh. The original plan did not go quite off as expected. PW Insider reports that the plan was to have it end right as Kenny Omega hit the ring, but he ended up being a little late getting there. Dippin' Dots, meanwhile, took to Twitter, however, to reference the Cody Chris Jericho segment promoting a response on the former. It's a deal, said Cody, however, which Dippin' Dots said this today. Do us a favor. Don't hurt the Dippin' Dots. I'll make you a flavor. Rocky Rhodes, at Cody Rhodes, hashtag AEW Diamond, hashtag Rocky Rhodes. Well, Cody agreed to the matter earlier today. Meanwhile, however, we're going to have a very interesting show as far as uh, SmackDown goes tomorrow night. Bray Wyatt and the return of the Firefly Funhouse will take place. And in addition to that, we'll have Nikki Cross taking on Mandy Rose, Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez coming face-to-face one week prior to Crown Jewel, the New Day of Kofi Kingston and Big E will take on Rude and Ziggler, And of course, Ms. TV will have Hulk Hogan's team of Roman Reigns, Aldi, and Shorty G minus Ricochet with Ric Flair's team consisting of Shinsuke Nakamura previewing the upcoming matchup that will be coming a week from this Thursday, if you will. Meanwhile, on NXT UK earlier today, however, here were the matches that you saw on the show. The Grizzled Young Veterans took on Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter, Travis Banks took on Liegro, and Trent Seven took on the scar supernova Noam Dar, mind you. Meanwhile, however, WWE's crown jewel looks like it's going to be likely to compete, compete, however. PW Insider reports, however, the announced matches are likely what's to be all for the show. There is not a guarantee another match or two is still possible. It's announced will be key matches, but there will be no women's matches whatsoever this year, however. Meanwhile, however, as far as AEW goes in full gear, however, here is the matchups that you will see coming up in Baltimore, however, believe it or not, November 9th. Chris Jericho and Cody will go at it at the World Farms Arena however, two weeks from Saturday, however, for the AEW Championship. In addition to that, the Young Bucks will take on Santana and Ortiz, as last night the Young Bucks answered the challenge that Santana and Ortiz had left in front of them the week before. John Moxley will take on Kenny Omega, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, and Hangman Page will take on the Bastard Pock, if you will, however, ladies and gentlemen, in one-on-one competition. Meanwhile, the NXT viewership for the night, however, meanwhile was interesting too, however. They scored 698,000 viewers after being at 712,000 viewers, however the week before. AEW won the night, however, with 963,000 viewers, however, believe it, and NXT finished 21st. The World Series game that saw the Washington Nationals take a 2-0 lead, however, after crushing Houston 12-3, in which Game 3 will be tomorrow night, led the night, however, with 11.9, almost 12 million viewers from Fox, plus the NBA and ESPN scored 1.7 million viewers for the night, however, mind you. Meanwhile, however, the total Divas viewership of the night, however, was interesting, too, however, this week. After scoring 281, however, believe it or not, last week, this week they went down to 279. Just a slight decrease however, as the show has yet to top 300,000 viewers this season. No show last season delivered fewer than 340,000 viewers, and a few episodes finished with more than 400,000 viewers, if you ask me. And finally, Howard, on Thursday Night Football, Week 8 is underway, and at the half right now, the Minnesota Vikings are leading the Washington Redskins 13-6. to Dalvin Cook has eight carries for 35 yards and a touchdown, Howard, while he's caught five balls for 73 yards, Howard. Kirk Cousins has only missed one throw in the first half, having I mean, a pretty good first half, going 12-13 between a buck-61 and a buck-73. Case Keenum is also doing pretty well himself, going 12-16 with a buck-16 or a buck-30 passing, but he has been sacked twice, Howard. Adrian Peterson, meanwhile, has had eight carries for the Skins for 33 yards, however. And like we said, however, the Redskins have fumbled the ball twice so far by Keenum, while the Vikings have scored and fumbled only one time. Going into tonight, the Vikes are on a game back of Green Bay as we enter
0: Week 8. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, J.D. along with T.W. Ojoerd T. Smith is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team to bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS radio network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, Super Blue and duct Tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. And of course, we would certainly never try to do so. <clears throat> now, ladies and gentlemen, let's see what John has here in our history and birthdays here for today, October the 24th. Thirty-nine years ago today, which would put it at 1980, in Okinawa, Japan, Tiger Jeet Singh defeated Antonio Inoki to win the UWA World Heavyweight Title. Twenty-six years ago today, which would put it at 1993, yes, WCW presented Halloween Havoc from the Lakefront Arena in New Orleans, Louisiana. Six thousand were in attendance with about one hundred thousand homes watching on pay-per-view, which keeps in line what WCW pay-per-views were getting since since the previous year's Star Only one title did change hands as the Nasty Boys defeated Marcus Bagwell and Two Cold Scorpio to pick up the WCW World Tag Team titles. Twenty-one years ago today, which we put it at let see, nineteen ninety-eight, yes, in Cleveland, in Cleveland, Ohio. And that, 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 that's not as that's not fun as saying Columbus, but I had to give it a try. The Dudley Boys defeated RVD and Sabu to regain the ECW World Tag Team titles for the fourth time. 20 years ago today, we put it in 1999, WCW presented Halloween Havoc from the NGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. 8,464 were in attendance, with 230,000 homes watching on pay per view. So it is. Though it is 100,000 more than the previous month's fall brawl, it is down 80,000 from the previous year's Halloween Havoc. The pay-per-view, the first of the Vince Russo and Ferrara era, will be the most bought show in WWE's final 18 months in operation. Disco Inferno defeated Lash LaRue to retain the Cruiserweight title. Harlem Heat defeated Kidman and Conan, and also the team of Brian Knobs and Hugh Morris, who were getting WCW tag titles in a three-way match. Eddie Guerrero defeated Perry Saturn by DQ. Br- Brad Armstrong defeated Berlin, who of course was, I believe that was Alex, right? If I'm not mistaken. Rick Steiner defeated Chris Benoit and won the WCW World TV title. Lex Luger defeated Bret Hart by submission. <clears throat> Sting defeated Hulk Hogan in a three-second match to retain WCW World Heavyweight title. After Hogan had laid down for Sting, the same move would be repeated on July 9, 2000. And Jeff Jarrett laid down for Hulk Hogan in the WCW Championship match at to Beach. Goldberg defeated Sid Vicious via referee stoppage due to excessive bleeding to win the WCW United States title. DDP defeated Ric Flair in a, leather, in a leather strap match. And Goldberg defeated Sting to regain the WCW World Heavyweight title, but it would not stand. However, as the title is vacated the next time on Nitro due to the match being non sanctioned and also Sting hitting the referee. Nine years ago today, put it at 2010, WWE presented bragging rights from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 9,000 were in attendance, with just 137,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. It's now from 181,000 for the only other edition of the event since 2009. Of note, Perry Saturn was also seen backstage during the show It's Saturn's first wrestling event appearance since leaving the WWE back in 2002. In a pre-show dark match, MVP defeated Chavo Guerrero. Daniel Bryan represented Raw to defeat Dolph Ziggler, who represented SmackDown. Both men were champions, as Bryan was the U.S. champion and Ziggler was the IC champion. (laughs) David Otonga and John Cena defeated Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre to pick up the WWE tag team titles. It's Cena's third tag team title reign. K. Jr. defeated Goldust, Layla defeated Natalya to retain the Divas title, Kane defeated The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match to retain the World Heavyweight title, this is the fifth Buried Alive match in WWE history, the last time that a Buried Alive match was contested would be at the 2003 Survivor Series, when The Undertaker faced Vince McMahon, this is also The Undertaker's fifth Buried Alive match, and also The Undertaker's fourth loss in this match with Kane using help from the Nexus to bury the Undertaker alive. This will be the final appearance of the Undertaker until February 21st, 2011, and also the very final pay-per-view appearance ever for Paul Bearer as well. Go ahead, JD. I said the name. Go ahead. And he stepped away, so okay. To this day, there has not been another Buried Alive match as as of just recently. Team SmackDown consisted of Team Captain The Big Show, Rey Mysterio, Jack Swagger, Alberto Del Rio, Tyler Rex, Kofi Kingston, and Edge defeated Team Raw, consisted of Team Captain The Miz, R-Truth, Sheamus, Ezekiel Jackson, Santino Marella, John Morrison, and CM Punk in a 7-on-7 Survivor Series traditional elimination match. Edge and Mysterio would be the sole survivors of the match. Wade Barrett defeated Randy Orton by DQ in a WWE title match. And also on that same day, a post fight interview from the previous night went viral and got wrestling fans excited as Undertaker confronted Brock Lesnar at an event where Lesnar took on Kane Velasquez with Velasquez gaining the UFC heavyweight title. Lesnar exchanged glances with The Undertaker, with Undertaker saying if he wanted to do it, this was immediately believed to be a tease for WrestleMania in 2011, but the idea was shot down. However, Lesnar and Undertaker would eventually meet at a WrestleMania, it would be WrestleMania 30 actually, where Lesnar broke the Undertaker's 21, the, the streak to now to now 21, well at that time 21 and 1. The Deadman would get redemption however by costing him the De- Lesnar of WWE title at Battleground and also defeating him at SummerSlam in 2015. Lesnar would win the tiebreaker at Hell in a Cell. Happy 48th birthday. <coughs> To the former demon of WCW, Dale Christian Torberg, who was played, who played, who played the Kiss-themed wrestler in 1999. And today, of course, it is a very somber birthday here. Would have been the 85th birthday of the former manager of the American Dream, Ethel Detti Rose. Uh, of course, her real name was Juanita Wright, but of course, we knew her as Sweet Sapphire. God rest her soul. I, I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. I had to. Sapphire was brought into the WWF as a manager for Dusty Rhodes from 1989 to 1990. Sapphire would turn heel before leaving the WWF by uh, joining Ted DiBiase. Before joining DiBiase, she and Rhodes feuded with uh, Randy Savage and Sensational Sherry. In 1990, with Savage and Sherry losing to the team on April 1st, 1990, at WrestleMania 6. it would be Sherry and Savage having the last lap as they defeated Rhodes and Sapphire in separate singles matches. First, Sherry defeated Sapphire via forfeit. Called Sapphire no showed, and second, Savage defeated Rhodes with DiBiase and Virgil and Sapphire distracting Rhodes. In shoot interviews, both Sherry and Dusty offered differing accounts. Sherry said that Sapphire was heartbroken after being told the news that the Dusty Sapphire partnership was ending. Rhodes challenged this by saying that while he liked Sapphire, her character was pointless and asked for her to be released, only to relent after McMahon told him that she made his character. And that she should stay. Six years after leaving the WWF on September tenth, nineteen ninety-six, sadly she she died of a heart attack at the age of only sixty-one. And so happy birth happy birthday, of course, like I said, to the Demon, and also to the to the late Sapphire. And there it is, your wrestling history and birthdays here for today, here folks, for October twenty-fourth. <clears throat> and so, John, thank you very much for the for, for for the wrestling history tonight. And JD, thank you very much for the wrestling news of you for this evening here as well. Let's give the number one more time here, folks 1 605 562 Caller ID 138 521 pound. This is episode 226 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, October 24th, 2019. Mr. W.W.S. Chad Hinshaw on the line here, along with the Iceman Jared D'Jualmo and the Human Subspace Machine John Gross. Also, I do believe we have another here. Let me see, let me verify who this is right here. Is it, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I do see now coming now getting ready to pop on here momentarily. He is, of course, a 2017 W.W.S. Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, known as the Heartbreak Kid here in the radio network circles. And he is also a a contributor to W7US Raw Radio. Of course, if you think of his other nickname, folks, you got to go by that that classic 60s sitcom, Happy Days, <clears throat> where, where of course, uh, like I said, one of the central characters went a little something, I do believe, just like this.
1: He
4: went,
0: hey! Fonzie has made it on to Wolfpack episode 226. Fonzie, we welcome you, sir. Here this evening as well. <clears throat> okay, okay. Now, of course, as of course as we all are all anticipating your folks. Of course, as we always do now, we'll Thursday night on Wolfpack, we will of course talk about our thoughts and opinions as to what happened last night with both uh, AEW Dynamite and also NXT. Let's start with John right here because he's already got he's already got his stuff up right here. Uh, <clears throat> um, Anyway, he says here he has to say he was intrigued by both shows yesterday. He said, "Where, where, where did we think on this show we would ever talk about Finn Balor once again becoming a heel?" John says that he was shocked. John said he even broke broke it down on his uh, podcast, new podcast that he does every Wednesday night, and all of and all of his podcast podcast guests told him that it's a setup. He don't know if it is, but John says he believes it is. So. It is possible. Anything is possible in wrestling here, folks. And now I think he's got some thoughts here on AEW. Let's go ahead and here. now. John says the bra he heard between Inner Circle and uh, Cody's team. He also heard that Cody making remarks towards the WWE, and apparently Kevin Nash was not very happy about that on Twitter. I actually read that story on 4 Eleven Mania on Outside the Ropes there earlier tonight. Uh, you gotta you gotta check that out because you had several wrestling fans. Debating this with Kevin on Twitter, apparently. Um, of course, if someone brought up a picture of three of his old personas. Like one of them, I think, was uh, Diesel. The other one was Oz. And, the third, I don't, and there was another one. I don't know who it was. But anyway, John says he can't believe the high point of NXT is Finn turning turn heel. John said, What are they going to do with war games? And, and John says, If this is me sitting in the NXT, uh, <clears throat> Um, um, if this is me sitting in the NXT booking chair right now, he would do two war games matches, first the women and then the men. My John's prediction for war games would have been like this. The Undisputed members put in their ties online line against Finn, DIY, and Matt Riddle like a winner-take-all match. But, but now with Balor in the group, is he trying to be legit in the group or is he setting up Adam Cole or the Undisputed Era? John says he is possibly doing so. Uh, going back to a- um, AEW, Moxley and Pac went to a draw. with John heard they should have given him some more time, although John called it stupid, but it is what it is. Congratulations to SoCal Uncensored and, and the Lucha Brothers making it in the Tag Team Tournament. AE- AEW is really rocking with their tag team division. <clears throat> but John said both shows, in his opinion, although they went down some, was the best show of the night despite Major League Baseball whipping their butt in the ratings. But what a night last night to be a wrestling fan uh john says that's his that's his story got a hand in major league baseball last night big dominance over the wrestling ratings uh let's see here i think uh fonzie of course you have said here many times on the show that you don't keep up with aew but obviously you do keep up with nxt so let's hear what you got to say here about nxt please Uh, um
4: start off with uh Ray Rapidly versus uh Um what's her face? Uh Belair uh ra uh rapidly Raya beat Blair last night. Um then they went to actually yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. Uh interference by one in and uh the other girl who helped player, then uh the other girl helped Rayla uh last night. So it was like yeah you know, four like a tag team match like but um yeah, then they went to the parking lot with uh some girl and it was uh Uh, what's his face? Uh, Pete Dunn. Uh, So uh, that uh, I didn't like it that too much. Uh, I didn't know what they said or he said. But I then went back to the ring. Um, uh, Freeze Dango and his partner beat Forgotten Sons last night. Um, then, then, uh, uh, and a women's number one contender, I think, I guess, I can't remember, I just looked it up, I can't remember now, goddammit, uh, it was... Uh, the other two girls they defeat the other two girls i can't I can't what the hell their name is um then like everybody said like John said um really shocked me what happened at the main event last night when I thought it would be I thought they were going to help his uh, – um, your daddy's back. Uh, I thought Finn Balor was going to yeah, help, but he turned his back on his other partners. And now so the fifth member of whoever that team is uh so, yeah, but other than that, uh, it was pretty good show until, until the end um yeah, I'm, I was really shocked what happened in the end, um yeah, so yeah, that's all I gotta say, you know,
1: but yeah.
0: What's your take about Gargano right now not cleared to compete as a result of what happened last night?
4: That's what happened last night. He came in in the ring. Uh, Then Finn Balor, uh, Toothstone Stone, uh, Johnny on the frickin' Is still ramped, um, so I don't know that feud between Gargano and uh, the Devil, the Demon.
1: Right. Um,
4: hopefully, they will, them two will get in a match in the ring. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got to say about that.
0: Okay, all right. Thank you very very much here, Fonzie. And now I think we are all anxious here, sitting around here. Myself, John, and Fonzie are just now staring at the man here who actually got a chance to see one of these shows here up close and personal here. And we can't wait to hear what his take on it. Plus, also, of course, what happened with NXT last night. So I go to him and I ask him the question. JD, are you cooled off and are you warmed up? Ready. I hit. I not You can't argue with that, ladies and gentlemen. This is, a, of course, a WWS radio uh-huh. as always. Of course, the ice man is not afraid to express his opinions about everything goes, going on in wrestling now, and of course, now with AEW and NXT on the horizon here, and some excellent competition here, uh, between the shows and between wrestlers and everything of that nature. He has a lot to say here, of course. And last night, as we said here, folks, the man Ice Iceman himself was at the AEW show in Pittsburgh, and we can't wait to hear all this, uh, his experience there, and also, plus, this his thoughts on NXT. So, ladies and gentlemen, I give to you, of course, once again, <clears throat> the Iceman Jerry Romano bringing us the, the, the uh, icebreaker combo that is AEW versus NXT. JD, please proceed.
2: Week number four of the Wednesday Night War, and going into the battle, we knew that AEW had scored the first three victories. The question was, however, not even a month in, would AEW make it 4 for 4 or would they stumble for the first time in the Wednesday Night War? We would soon find out. Let's start with NXT, shall we? And, of course, last night, however, we started out with a very interesting women's match between Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair that saw Rhea Ripley win, however, if you will, however. Because of this, however, we saw what happened as a result of this, however, and that was, of course, believe it or not, however, the surprise, however, that she defeated, however, like I said, her adversary, believe it or not, that was, believe it or not, none other than Bianca Belair, however, and as a result, if I'm Shayna Baszler right now, I'd be very, very, very careful right now about what's happening. Because right now, however, you take a look at what's happening, however, and that is Rhea Ripley won the first match of the night, and what was said to be a pretty good match. Then, of course, Matt Riddle, the Bro Man, defeated Cameron Grimes, although. It looked like Grimes was going to win, however, well, surprisingly, however, met the bro-man Riddle, however, mind you, however, mind you, however, like I said, however, uh, basically, however, got beat by the bro-man. Then, of course, Riddle tried to make peace with him, but Grimes didn't like it, however, and then, of course, who should show up but the former UK champion himself, Tyler Bate, if you will. As a result, we're going to see a match now next week between Grimes and Bate, however, after the two of them got into a shoving match, however, after Grimes was not happy, however, about what happened, however, when Riddle decided to bump fist, however, with Bate, however. Anyway, up next, we had Brizongo however, take on Isaiah Swerve Scott and the Forgotten Sons, Jackson Riker, of course, and Mr. Cutler, if you will. And in the end, Brizongo and Swerve did pretty good here, if you will. So then we go to the next match, Angel Garcia against Jack Gallagher. And as a result, however, mind you, surprisingly, Angel Garcia ends up winning that matchup against Gentleman Jack, making his NXT USA debut here, surprisingly. This was said to be pretty good, and I was really surprised to see Gallagher on the show. Then we see Shayna Baszler's minions of Tegan Knox and Dakota, uh, Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke, taking on Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, the Bailey 2.0 wannabe. And what happened? Tegan and Dakota end up winning, but now have a date next week, however, with the Kabuki Warriors, as Asuka makes her return, along with the Pirate Girl, Kari Sane, and what should be a very good match. Then we go to an awesome main event. Keith Lee versus Dominic Jakovic versus Roddy Roddy Strong, however, for the North American title with no Velveteen Dream. Surprisingly, however, believe it or not, how Roderick ends up winning the match, however, mind you. And as a result, the Undisputed Era still has the North American title in their possession. Then, all of a sudden, here comes the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole. Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Strong still in there. But who shows up next, you ask? Oh, yes. Daddy's home's favorite, if you will, the Sicilian stretcher man himself, Tommaso Chiappa with his little buddy. Yes, folks, minus his wife, however, who was not out there, I believe, Kansas LeRae Gargano, if you will, Johnny Wrestling himself, the Rocky Balboa, the WWE Universe, if you will, was out. And it looked like all hell was about to break loose, however, at this point. But then suddenly who shows up out of nowhere but the Demon Slayer King himself, Fergal Prince David, Finn Balor himself. And it looked like we were gonna see a big time brawl with all eight guys. But suddenly, out of nowhere, we saw a shock in turn that we did not think we would ever see coming. And as I told MLD earlier today, when MLD and I were talking about this today, however, yes, folks, there is no Demon Slayer King no more. There is no more Jack the Ripper in the uh, face paint, however. This is the new attitude that we've been waiting to see for years, how we've heard about for years in Japan and everywhere else. Yes, folks, Finn Balor is back. Only this time, he's not the Demon Slayer King. He's not your Jack the Ripper wannabe, however. And yes, however, he's not pandering to you all anymore. He decided to join the one faction that we never thought we would see in our lifetime. Yes, folks, he has joined probably the greatest faction right now that is going on in WWE by far, however. And that is the Undisputed Era. And yes, folks, however... He sent a message to Gargano, however, by laying him out, however, on the stage with a 1916 with a brutal brain buster and concussed him to the point where he could barely even move, let alone being helped out of the arena. Do I see a match with Finn and Gargano coming down the road? Oh, yes, I do. And I think it's going to be one hell of a match when that match happens. But also we saw Tommaso Chiappa get beat down by a bunch of jackals, a hungry bunch of jackals and Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, and Strong. And at the end of the night, however, we saw Balor turn, however, mind you, basically, however. And as a result, however, he had a little bit of a smirk across his face towards Cole and the era. Does this tell me, however, that this could be a setup for a matchup between these two of Cole and uh, possibly maybe Balor? Possibly in Chicago in a month from now at War Games 3 Yeah, it could. But it could also mean that he might be joining with these guys to take on the team of Gargano, Chiappa, and whoever else they get, whether it be the Velveteen Dream, which has been rumored around, however, and possibly a couple others. However, mm-hmm. all I know is, however, this was an amazing way to kick end the show, however, and a damn good way to close that out strong. So NXT this week definitely really delivered. As far as quality goes. And I loved the fin turn. The fin turn was absolutely freaking grade A awesome. But now, we go from Full Sail into Orlando. Into the Peterson Events Center, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, we're ready to light the fuse, however. And what will be dynamite. AEW dynamite, that is. And yes, last night, folks, it was a damn good show for their first appearance in Pittsburgh, and I commend Cody and the rest of the AEW organization on a job well done. Well done, fellas. My evening actually started out pretty damn well, and I'll tell you why. We got to the arena a little bit before showtime, and we parked. However, it was only 15 bucks, which wasn't too bad. We didn't have tickets, and we thought we were going to we were going to be able to get tickets, when all of a sudden, out of the blue, we got a little lucky, if you will. How lucky, you ask? Well, apparently some woman had two tickets for free and asked if we wanted them. We said, sure, we'll take them. And we said, are you sure you don't want any for them? She said, no, no, you can sit with my friends and family. Well, thank you, I said. That's nice of you. And our seats were pretty damn good. So we walk in, we hit the merchandise stand, and we see what they have available. My friend buys a Britt Baker yellow T-shirt, 20 bucks. Real nice, by the way. It says, welcome to Britsburg. Pretty sweet. I, and on the other hand, end up buying a nice, sweet-ass black AEW ball cap with the initials AEW on. And I'm looking at the others. I'm thinking, I'm going to buy a sweatshirt or a jacket. And it was about 50, 60 bucks. I figure, okay, next time I'll get that. But it doesn't matter. So, so we get there for the first dark match of the night, just as they're starting. And who's out first, you ask but Dustin Rhodes and Sonny Kiss taking on the librarian, Lavia Bates, QT Marshall, and Peter Avalon. Now, some you probably all know about Sonny Kiss being the RuPaul wannabe of AEW, because he like a little, and looks a little like RuPaul with the look, as far as his gimmick goes. And I heard in general, is a little like RuPaul himself, however, with the glitter <laughs> and everything like that. But as far as Dustin Rhodes goes, Hunt Reynolds Ronald's goes, it was good to see the gold, Goldies shine up in Pittsburgh again, as he got a pretty decent response, if you will. So I commend them on that. Well done. Anyway, Goldust and uh, Sonny Kiss end up picking up the win against the librarian, QT Marshall, and Peter Avalon. Good way to start out the show. And they, had, like I said, had a pretty damn good crowd. I would say total, I mean, I'm guessing it was about two thirds full, however, and my guess on attendance was about maybe between 7,000, possibly eight thousand, eighty five hundred. Damn good attendance, I will say that. Pretty good. And then we start the show. No pyro or anything, but we go right into the first two matches of the night were for the tag team tournament. First off, we had the private party versus, of course, the. Uh, Young Bucks, if you are not the Young Bucks, um, I think it up. Oh, yes, the Lucha Brothers. Damn good way to start the show. All four busted their ass, and it was a damn good way to get the crowd over, and they split, you could tell, uh... for both teams. But in the end, however, the private party, however, unfortunately, had their party come to an end on this night, however, and as a result, however, they unfortunately, however, Are now allowing the Lucha Boys, however, to sneak into the final. And now have punched their ticket to the final for this coming next Wednesday night. Where they will meet the winner of the next match. SCU versus, uh, believe it or not, the team of Dark Order. And SCU ended up beating Dark Order, however. No, we did not see Christopher Daniels on this night. We did see Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. And now... The tag team tournament final is set. And what should be one hell of a tag team match and should be your main event next Wednesday night in Charles Stimless- <sighs> And I think it will should should close out the show. Will close out the show. At least I think it will. And that is SCU versus the Lucha Brothers. So hold on to your seatbelts, guys. This one is going to be a barn burner, to say the least. While this was going on, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Santana and Ortiz, the, uh, what is that faction called again? I can't remember.
0: The Inner Circle.
2: Does anyone? The Inner Circle, thank you. The Inner Circle shows up. And we're wondering what the hell's going to happen next. Well, all of a sudden, as we go into the end of the first hour, going into hour two, we see Cody Rhodes show up. And the place absolutely went bonkers. Even I did. And everyone was whistling and cheering and they were screaming like crazy for Cody. And Cody was by far one of the bigger names of the night that was definitely over and definitely got a thunderous ovation. While they're in commercial, Tony, of course, is waiting to interview Cody in the ring, and Cody is greeting everyone in Pittsburgh, and everyone's standing up on their feet whistling and cheering for Cody, and I guess he's going to try to tell a joke. They come back from commercial, however, and you can still hear the fans chanting and yelling, A-E-Dub, A-E-Dub, like ECW, and it was absolutely loud as hell in there. So Cody starts to talk to Tony, I guess, because Cody has some sort of announcement. But unfortunately, Jericho and his entourage and his goon squad, minus Jack Swagger, who was not even there, because apparently, I guess, he was at some big function that had happened here in Pittsburgh earlier in the day with the jackass of the United States, Tower attending that, probably, or something else, while attending something else for the jackass of the United States, Tower probably, who had shown his face here earlier in the day, however, decided not to show his face here. Neither did Rico. But of course, Jericho decided to try to sabotage Cody's interview. And he thought he had the last laugh, however, on Cody. And he challenged Cody to get in and come up and face him. And of course, however, it looked like things were going to get testy. However, Jericho thought, however, that with his entourage, it would be a shoo-in that he could beat down Cody and he would have the last laugh. But Cody, unfortunately, <sighs> made Jericho, had the last laugh oh, on Jericho. Because who comes out next? Dustin Rhodes again. Reynolds. Now it's 4 on 2. You're thinking, it couldn't get any more crazier, could it? Oops. Oh yeah, it could. Next, here comes MJF. And at this point, now it's 4 on 3. You're thinking, who's going to be the fourth person? And I'm saying to my buddy at the time, it has to be Omega. It has to be Omega, or at least someone else, like or maybe Moxley. Nope. I was wrong on both ends, folks. Yes, folks, the master of the diamond cutter, DDP, shows up here. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And at this point, Jericho is wondering the same thing. Now, prior to this, Jericho cut a promo saying something about a scarf, power and saying, who wears a scarf, hour grown men don't wear a scarf. And, of course, he had the fans laughing. But i got to admit, Jericho and his group by far were the biggest heels of the night and definitely got the biggest boos of the night. By far. But anyway... He's goading Cody not to come up and face him... how Otherwise he would, face, uh, he would face the consequence. Well, Cody didn't give a crap... And he decided to take his boys up there... And next thing you know, we see all eight of them... following with them up there... Across the ring from where I'm sitting... On the other side of the arena... And the Peterson... All the way up on the other side of the arena... Up near the concession stand... Close to near the concession stand. Jericho decides to barricade himself with a door... And the next thing you know, Cody wraps the scarf around his wrist and does a Goldberg while punching the damn door and shattering the glass. Now you're thinking this might be sugar or plexiglass, and it looked like it was sugar glass, but I couldn't tell if it was a real glass or not, I'm surprised Cody didn't get cut. So the next thing you know, he drags out Jericho, chair, and all hell breaks loose, and they start brawling up there in the skybox, and it spills out onto the other side near the concession stand on the other side of the Peterson. And everyone is going crazy in the arena, as am I. And I'm thinking, this is getting good. We thought we were going to be a person tag with these guys. But no, unfortunately, that wasn't the case here. Jericho at all times is waving his ticket hour and trying to beg off Tony while Cody doesn't other a crap, so he continues to beat down Jericho. And at one point, he takes Jericho's face and runs it into the Dippin' Dots ice cream machine outside at the place where they were just moments before up near the skybox, and the fans are laughing and cheering as you have Jericho's face covered in ice cream. And I'm laughing, and I'm thinking, this is great, this is awesome, this is just what we want to see. Like I said, it should have happened, but unfortunately it did not happen, and it's a shame, because I would have loved to have seen these eight guys go out, and I think we'll see it either next week, maybe, possibly, or in two weeks in Charlotte for the go-home show before the pay-per-view in Baltimore. Anyway, Up next, we had the women. Britt Baker versus a new girl. And Britt Baker must have had her friends and family because she was pretty over with the fans too and she got a good response from the fans and ended up winning with her little finishing maneuver. The stretch, I forget what they call it. It's a a very uh, unique move, let's just say, but uh, she ends up winning here. Let's just say that. Then, of course, we go to the main event. I'll fast forward to that now. Hawk and Moxley, pretty damn good, I will say, pretty damn good. Unfortunately, it ended in a draw, which sucked. But you couldn't tell; it was hard to tell who was going to win because it was split each way. Both of them got response. Of course, Moxley came out first, and next thing you know, Hawk jumps from behind even before the match begins, and we're underway to start the match. Anyway, afterwards, Hangman Page comes out as we're near the end of the show, right before we go into the After Dark matches and after the cameras start rolling, and then issues a statement saying that he's challenging Pac to a match at the AEW show coming up at Fallen Gear. I think that's what it's called. Fallen Gear, right? Full Gear. Full Gear, excuse me. Full Gear. And so now, apparently, we have a match coming up between those two at Full Gear. Also, if that's not all, we now know that the Young Bucks have answered Santana and Ortiz's challenge from last week, so that is all set for full gear. Because the Young Bucks, earlier in the evening, competed against, believe it or not, the best friends. And that was a good match, even. All the matches were damn good last night. I'm not saying there was one match that disappointed me. This was very entertaining, it kept you entertained. And even the After Dark matches were good, too. You didn't have Taz there, but you had Excalibur and JR call the action, which was over to the right of me. And you had two good uh, post-matches after the show stopped rolling. One, you had Penelope Ford, you had Allie, you had this Japanese girl, uh, Emi Sakura, whatever his name is, and she's a new one, and this other one from Britain who just uh, must have made her debut earlier in the uh, uh, last night. But it was a good four-way, and the Japanese girl won, which surprised me because I thought Allie or Penelope Ford would have won. The final match of the night was another good one, a triple threat, no holds barred. Anything goes match. Jimmy Havoc. Oh, you had... Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Havoc. You had uh, Jack Evans. And you had uh, Darby Allen, who was definitely over. And the finish of that match was pretty good, too. The other match you also had last night, too, and I didn't talk about, but it was a good match, too, was Omega versus Joey Chanella, And that one didn't disappoint you. So, yeah. I will say this. Being at AEW for the first time, I can honestly say it was damn worth the money. First off, like I said, I didn't pay anything for a ticket, which was great. Which was awesome. I will, I, And I do want to thank the lady. I didn't get her name or anything, but I do want to thank her. And my buddy definitely wanted to thank. If he was on right now, I would just say the same thing. But I do want to thank this lady, the lady who gave me and my friend a ticket last night. I very much appreciate that you... Were nice enough to give me and my friend a ticket because we were trying to get tickets originally. So it was nice of you to give us tickets last night and let us join you and your friends and family last night in the section you read. Very good seats, by the way. Like I said, killer seats. But as I told Michelle this earlier this afternoon, if you guys have never gone to an AEW show yet, however, you don't know what the hell you're missing. Because it was damn good. It was better than Raw. And I definitely will go back again and enjoy it again, I'm sure, the next time. So yeah, once again, AEW kind of did pretty damn well last night. I think they really did well. And I think they got to be very pleased with what they brought out last night. It was very impressive. So yeah, even though AEW did not win by a big margin, kind of won by a good, decent-sized margin this week, I'll say, however. they did okay. At the end of the night, however, the scoreboard still remains the same. And that's this. AEW 4 NXT, nothing. But both shows this week, however, I don't think anyone lost. Because this week, you de- you saw two good shows. You had a crazy wild ending in NXT. You had a good close between Mark and Poxley, and you had good two tag team matches. However, you had a pretty good women's match on, uh, like I said, however, on NXT, which just barely edged AEW, even though Britt Baker put on a decent somewhat match against her opponent this week. I think NXT won that in the women's match. As far as the tag match goes, however, however, uh, AEW won both of those. NXT, I think, and AEW were almost equal footing in the main event because they put on two good main events, Pac and Moxley, and of course the Triple Threat for the North American title. The only difference was how you had two more matches listed for the Full Gear show, which was announced. And of course you had coding the Big Brawl In the street fight, her. Yeah, I don't think any of us lost this week. None of us lost this week. I think we were all winners in this. Now, after the shit we saw in Raw, will SmackDown be a little bit better tomorrow night? Doubtful, I would think, but you never know. So yeah, on a scale one to ten, NXT this week gets about eight, almost an eight and a half. And as far as one to ten in AEW, I'm giving this about an eight and three quarters to almost a nine out of ten. This was damn good. So, as I said, folks, if you've not seen NXT yet, definitely check it out. You won't be disappointed.
0: Well, folks, I don't think we could have put that better ourselves. Of course, like I said, um, well done indeed, of course, with another big-time AEW NXT icebreaker, of course, which we always now do every single Thursday. Hello! of course to give to, 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 J.D. to let us know about what his thoughts were, were of about of uh, a pump every Wednesday I So there you go. Okay. Let's give B B number one more time here, folks. B B B B B B one B B B B B B B five two one pound this is episode two hundred and twenty-six of NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> this is Thursday, October 24th, 2019. Mr. W S Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, the human suplet machine, John Gross. Uh, I guess I don't know if something happened with the heartbreak Kid Fonzie. We had him all here just a moment ago. Um, unless something unless he unless he had to take care of something. If he doesn't make it by the time the show ends tonight, we do thank him for coming on here in advance. Uh, <clears throat> little program. Give me an update. It
2: is just a second. We're going to find out here in a minute. All right, guy I'm just trying to find the score here. Okay.
0: Uh, 16 and to 9.
2: Uh, 16 to 9, Minnesota. Oh,
0: thank you very much, here, JD. Of course, don't forget tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, due to, of course, uh, Our, our, of course, we were able to bring you both outside the ropes and wrestling debate last night. We did bring you, of course, wrestling outside the ropes tonight. Tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, at 7 o'clock, will be a special edition of WWS Wrestling Debate, 139 925 pound. As the Madness Kingdom, we'll talk about everything, of course, that's been going on here with Raw, AEW, and NXT. Of course, they'll be talking about what, what will possibly happen with SmackDown tomorrow night. And other wrestling stories, of course, on the table. <clears throat> Be sure to join us, of course, for wrestling debate tomorrow from seven to eight, right here on Talk Shoe, Special Edition of debate. As we said, wrestling debater. Yeah, well, JD's the. Never mind, I ain't gonna say that. Seven to eight, right here, of course, on TalkShow.com. Of course, special edition of wrestling debate tomorrow night. Also, right after that, ladies and gentlemen, at nine o'clock. Don't forget our Friday edition of Revolution. <clears throat> excuse me uh 138055 5 pound of course news reviews history and birthdays uh and of course we'll we, we'll be talking about what's what we'll, we'll be uh reviewing or what what's what's going on here with smackdown of course why is of course still on the air obviously we'll be doing some talking about that also we hope to hear from both the black widow michelle lynn dodds and danny from what part tomorrow night to we'll get their thoughts about the, what's been going on here in wrestling here this week uh, but uh, we hope to we hope we hope to hear from both of them tomorrow night. Uh, so be sure to listen in. Of course, one three eight zero five five pound for our next edition of Revolution or live video feed there, folks. Uh, I do believe if I am not mistaken, yes, it is from NXT US: The Future Generation. Be sure to join us for that coming up here uh, tomorrow night from nine to eleven p.m. Don't forget also WWS Power Hour. Saturday at 6 o'clock, one four one pounds as we'll be reviewing, of course, all the shows <clears throat> uh, this past week here in the Radio Network, plus also we'll bring you Saturdays, uh, Wrestling History and Birthdays, and also some Wrestling News tidbits uh, from 411 Mania, so be sure to listen in on that Saturday evening at 6 o'clock, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Also here, folks, ladies and gentlemen, right now it is being talked about, and of course, while J.D. is here, I'll go ahead and bring this to his attention here. Uh, <clears throat> as you know, one thing we have been talking about here, folks, is a special challenge match that was made by Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziggler, I think about a week or two ago, towards the Iceman, Jared D.G. Rolamo. Uh, Bobby uh, has, 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 has challenged J.D. to a title versus title matchup. Under Wrestling Jeopardy rules, uh, Bobby would like a shot at Bobby has said that he wants JD's WWF US Junior Heavyweight title. Bobby said he would put up his newly he just recently won up, up the hell in the Cell Prediction title challenge which is the ECW US hardcore title. He would put that belt up for grabs against JD against JD's belt of course. Uh right now is being thrown out there uh and 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 he's asked he, he is possibly hoping to try to maybe do this maybe this weekend but right now we're up in the air we got to find out what everybody's schedule is of course here with this Bobby says he can do either Saturday or Sunday uh, of course obviously we have to hear from the Iceman here to see what his his take on it so hopefully we'll be able we may be able to do that of course either Saturday or Sunday but we'll keep everybody informed of that when we uh, of course get going here uh, coming up here uh, <clears throat> coming up here of course here uh, this weekend. Also, <clears throat> don't, don't forget here, folks, as well, our, of course, prediction title challenge will come up next week for, of course, for, for Crown Jewel. Of course, we do have a, two more matches that has been added to Crown Jewel, uh, both of them with, uh, poss- with, with, uh, uh, with, with implications as far as the United States Championship is concerned. I will go ahead and bring those matches up here to you. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I did, if I did hear this correctly, it is a 20-man battle royal. The participants have not yet been named, to my knowledge, but the, but the thing is, the last, after the last one remain in the ring after all 20 have been in the ring. Of course, as you know, the old rules are for the battle royal. We'll get a shot at AJ Styles for the U.S. title, of course, and AJ will, of course, defend the belt as well. So those are, those are the extra two matches that's been added on. In addition to, of course, the 10-man tag, Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. The WWE title match between Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez, Mansoor versus Cesaro, the tag team turmoil match, and of course the one just recently made. Of course, as you know, Seth Rollins because of this, he was not—he he is not no longer the team captain for Team Hogan for that ten-man tag. And of course, obviously, it doesn't match. I'm referring to as a false count anywhere Match for the Universal Title, Seth Rollins is going to defend the belt against the Fiend Bray Wyatt. So, uh, and of course, like I said, the two matches with. U.S. title implications will take place, of course, next week here as well. I can tell you, of course, that Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and the Black Widow, Michelle and Dodds, have thrown their names in the hat for an opportunity to go after, of course, <clears throat> to go after the belts here. And the belts that will be, of course, decided, once again, we'll be as we'll be as follows: the WWUS Crown Jewel Championship, the WWUS Border City Championship, the NWAUS Halloween Havoc Championship, the ECWUS Barely Legal Championship, the NWAUS Starcade Championship, and the NJPWUS Wrestle Kingdom Championship. So, folks, those those right there, like I said, and this time here, folks, we're going to do it in this manner. Uh, as we as we originally did this, um, <clears throat> the first the one that scores the most victories will have even, of course, if it's a tie, we'll do it in that fashion. But the one with the most points after this after uh, after, of course, the, the show is over with here, we will discuss it, of course, uh, on Halloween night on, on NWO Wolfpack next week. Uh, <clears throat> they will get the opportunity first to, of course, choose which belts they want. Of course, like I said, uh, all all I will say here is, of course, good luck to, of course, Bobby, to J.D., to Fonzie, to John, to Ann, and also to Michelle. And speaking of prediction title challenges, of course, as you heard us talk about here, folks, uh, we have another AEW pay-per-view coming up on the horizon, I do believe, November the 9th. It is called Full Full Gear. Of course, obviously, we know several of the matches Course, including the main obviously this, this will obviously be this will obviously be the main event of course Chris Jericho putting up the aew uh, world title against uh, Cody Rhodes and or several other matches have been announced here as well uh, and of course I did mention about I wouldn't possibly discuss this on uh, that I did the, I mentioned this on outside the ropes earlier that I may bring this up here tonight on Wolfpack. And after careful consideration, of course, having some time to really ponder this, I have decided that yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to do a prediction title challenge for AEW Full Gear. So, uh, <clears throat> so like I said, I will go and start, even though I know it's, I know it's, uh, um, it's a little while before that happens, but I'll go ahead and start asking in advance. With right now, that I have JD and John on here with me here at this point. I will ask you both of you, both both of y'all, both gentlemen here, JD and John, are you in for the AEW Full Gear Prediction Title Challenge? Yep. And John says he is too. So, ladies and gentlemen, JD and John did now fill in their hats. So we will, of course, go. Get, we will, of course, go and ask. Of course, get word from, of course, Fonzie, possibly from Bobby, from Ann, from Michelle. Maybe we may be able to get Danny in with this. I don't think he'll do the Crown Jewel one. But I think he may do this one, which is, of course, and like you said, ever since I think what happened in Hell in a Cell, he pretty much kind of uh, he pretty much has kind of disbanded from WWE. I guess It'd be the safest, safest assumption, you could say. Uh, but, of course, uh, and, uh, and depending on how many people we have on here, folks, I can go ahead and tell you. I have added. Of course, some of these are my are from my own design here, folks. Um, I'm I have I may add I may make this uh, may make all of our trivia title belts AEW US belts. So so be be listening for be checking that out there if uh, you know, that. So depending on how many how many uh, how many people, how many folks will be able to uh, um. we'll take part of course is when I will of course. Post, start posting belts as to who, who will <laughs> here, but like that, so far we know of two right here and as of course the Iceman and the Human Suplex Machine have other names in the hat uh, let's see right here uh, so JD you can get back with me at some point here between now and this weekend and let me know if Saturday or Sunday would be good for you to of course have of course the Title versus title match against Bobby because he did actually. I would that say request. Sunday looks pretty good right now. I think Sunday morning like, would be would be better. Okay, I will throw that out there to him, and if, if he is if he is content for it, then we will we will go ahead and proceed with that. So, uh, <clears throat> but I will I will throw it out there to him, of course, sometime uh, tomorrow or this weekend. Uh, let's see here. Oh. Uh, JD, I gotta get I gotta get your in on something I about step. I don't have the full story. But this is something that I yeah. saw as a, not- as a notification on on my smartphone here earlier today. Um. Uh, apparently, I don't know which I don't know which reference I heard it, I saw it on, or what have you. But what what I'm what I'm about to, Mention here too. Uh, I don't know how, how um, I don't know how you would take it or not, but uh, well, apparently this was a quote from of course Hall of Famer Jim Ross. I don't know where he said it at. I don't know where it came. From. It may have been on a podcast. It may. I don't think he was said this uh-huh. on AEW, but it might be a podcast. But it was in reference to Seth Rollins. Apparently. And obviously, I think it would obviously, uh, this had to have been on his podcast, but but and forgive me if it's not worded this exact way, but I'm sure after you hear me say it, you probably get the, the gist here as to as to his way he said he simply he was in a nutshell pretty much saying that who knows to, to the effect this was aimed towards Seth Rollins. Remember that, like I said, mm-hmm. that he pretty much said, he pretty much said that maybe someday Seth Rollins will be probably as big as his girlfriend. Oh. I did
2: hear something. I did hear something about that. I did hear something about that. Yeah, there was some talk about that. I did hear something uh, about that how
0: that was worth. Your, your personal opinion, was this a cheap shot, you think, from Jim Ross towards Seth Rollins? I think point? it was.
2: Yeah, I think, I think it was. Yeah, definitely.
0: We'll have to try to find this because um, – uh, let me see. It may have been off of it may have been off of Wrestling Inc. I'm I'll have, I'll have to double check that and see. Uh, but uh, while I just see the heartbreak kid, Fonzie has rejoined us. Uh, uh Fonzie, welcome okay, back. Okay, and I will uh, call right back in a few minutes. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Uh, in the meantime, here folks, like I said, this story that I, did, that I just mentioned to JD about, I'm gonna see if we can, if we if I, if we can, of course, uh, uh um if we can if we can if we can find um um let me see um if we could find this uh uh <clears throat> about this uh about this thing that jim ross apparently and and the reiterate finds about well, jd earlier earlier was this apparently uh, apparently its something that Jim Ross was saying something about, about commenting making some remarks about some comments made by Seth Rollins about aew uh, this was was brought up by business this, this was brought up by in Inc apparently it's saying Rollins was is not Rollins is not being as over as Becky Lynch is uh, let me go ahead let me go ahead and and uh, throw this out there and when JD gets back I'll read this to Um and that too. As noted before, WV Universal Champion Seth Rollins appeared at the pandemic convention in Houston this past weekend with Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. And during a panel appearance, Rollins said AEW, the minor leagues of pro wrestling. Rollins made the comments when asked about a possible match against Kenny Omega to prove who is the best. Rollins said when Kenny's done playing in the minor leagues over there, of course, in reference to AEW, he'd come over and work at the absolute top professional wrestling company in the world in front of the most people and make the most money, have the biggest matches, which is with me at WrestleMania. One person who did not appreciate those comments by Rollins was AEW announcer Jim Ross. Ross addressed Rollins' comments on the latest episode of his Grilling JR podcast. I okay, guess that's where that came from. When asked by co host Conrad Thompson, JR admitted he was a little bit pissed off over the comments and this is what Jim Ross had to say. You're right. I'm pissed off about it. Here's why I'm pissed off about it. Number one, it doesn't do any, any favors for our business, our business in general, any promotion in the total of all the pro wrestling business in any individual. Now that I'm not, not, now I'm not inferring it. Seth thinks he's spirit in the business, but by what he says, sometimes you can make that assessment rightly or wrongly and but it's not it's not a classic thing to say for an athlete of his designation since this came out two hall of famer hall of fame guys off the record that were embarrassed about those remarks as well it doesn't do the business any good and one of these cats even said to me that he's breaking under the pressure because he's getting a lot of criticism ross continued and, and talked about how WWE is now a whole different world than it was back when wrestlers were making money that was well above their downside guarantees based, pay, based pay-per-view buys and live event attendance. Ross recalled something another WWE Hall of Famer mentioned to him as saying, it's not about the individual superstars being over or drawing these days, it's about the WWE brand itself. Regarding the minor league comments, Ross pointed to how AEW lead investor Shad Khan, who is the father the AEW president and CEO Tony Khan actually has more money than the WWE chairman Vince McMahon. Now, guys in WWE, like Rollins, are on a salary in broad terms. I don't know how many houses Seth has drawn that sold out, Ross said. As another Hall member mentioned to me, it's not about the individual being over or drawing the house or selling out. It's about the <clears throat> it's about the WE brand selling out. Hence the best of uh-huh. in WrestleMania. The brand name WrestleMania and the parent company, the Big Dog in the Yard, WWE, is what sells tickets at WrestleMania under the auspices that they're going to deliver a special show. Opponents participate, participants to be named. But Ron's he's in a great spot, he's blessed. Maybe someday he'll be over, he'll be as over as his girlfriend. That was something that was said. I don't know. Nonetheless, I've always liked his work. He's a solid guy, he is a solid guy. The same things like that make make him look bad and for that I feel badly for Rollins I just do. Here's the thing I find incredulous about this deal one of the things he says well then when you're through playing in the minor leagues ironically Mr. Khan's got more money than Vince but nonetheless that's another story for another day we believe that we're on a great network at, T- at TNT we think we have a chance to build a nice brand you never heard from me, from, from me ever come <laughs> Even when we're drinking, saying we're going to kick WWE's tail, it's mm-hmm. stupid. Conrad tried to move the podcast on, but Ross wasn't finished with Rollins' comments on AEW. Conrad plugged a new WWE 20 video game, and Ross said maybe fans can create an Omega versus Rollins. fantasy can match up on it. He said it would be a great match, seriously. Ross continued, if Omega and Rollins did have a match, it would be a great match because both of them are great workers. I was upset at Seth because I thought his comments made him sound bad, made him sound Bush League, made him sound like he was one of those guys that was born on third base, woke up and thought he hit a triple because it's just for the guy that worked his way through the Indies. Of course, Tyler Black and Ring of Honor, great hand. I don't know what happened to some of these guys. I just believe sometimes it's eternal. Sometimes what they're driven to say, what they think will gain the favor of their bosses, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but for a top talent that's being blessed with great health right now, thank God, and making a ton of money, and dating the hottest woman in the business, arguably by many, man, what do you got to? Why, what do you got to talk about? Are you kidding me? We're over there working our tails off, and a lot of us have dedicated our lives longer than you've been alive into this business, and we're busting our balls without knocking. I'm not knocking WWE. I think it's a bad thing when you're not going to come in and working our butt off to be good. We're proving that we're going to be good. We're going to be different. We're going to grow and evolve every Wednesday night at TET at 8 o'clock, 7 Central. Ross went on and said, AEW will make mistakes <clears throat> as they grow, but that is what growth and evolution is all about. Ross talked about how WWE is significantly different today and how it's a darn shame that some of the charm of the old school wrestlers is slowly is slowly slipping away. we got J.D. back on with us now. My deal with yep. Seth was not his work. All of those guys are playing under different rules than the guys on the Attitude roster that we put together. As I talked to today on different things, including this manner, it's just a whole different locker room, a different world, a different mindset. Some of that charm of the old school wrestler is slowly slipping away. And for that, I say it's a long change. It said JR. Of course, also on there is, of course, the full Grilling JR podcast, podcast for this week. Which, which actually, they focused on the buried alive pay-per-view from 1996. So, JD, I'm gonna send you this. This is a big, big thing here. Uh, yeah, apparently, I'm take yeah, a look Jim for Ross. That. Yeah, because just Jim Ross was really pissed yeah. off about, about 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 what Seth Rollins said here, and he even said that even several WWE Hall of Famers talked to him and said they felt the same way he did. So, uh, I'm gonna put this on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. And like okay, I said, and I'll get be right back. Okay, and, and JD's right off to the sunset one more time. Uh, <clears throat> hey, hey, Fonzie, JD plays Fong Ranger. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. And Fonzie didn't find that uh, <clears> thing. <throat> uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. Yes, okay. But in the meantime here, folks by the meantime here, folks, this is something here. You know, this is when we say that truly there is a little bit of competition going on between WWE and, and uh, you know AEW here, this is one thing right here. And even like behind the scenes, you know, you can simply say, Okay, this is something big going on right here. Absolutely. So but let's give you the this one more time here public course. It's now ten ten forty-three PM Eastern time. Uh 605 562 444 caller ID 138-521-POUND. This is episode number 226 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, October 24th, 2019. Uh, of course, Mr. WS, Chad Hinchon, <coughs> also the human suplex machine, John Gross, and also the heartbreak kid, Ponzi. Also, of course, our live video feed tonight coming to us from NWOUS Forever for Life. Once again, here, folks, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWOUS, the number four, life. Uh, in addition to Mr. Hayden O'Neill joining us earlier, uh, John actually popped on there for a little bit to see what the, the, to, to step in and say hello. Also, Mr. Matt Hahn Wells has also joined us there as well. So we welcome them as well, of course, to our live video feed here tonight as well. And ladies and gentlemen, the story I just read about this deal with Jim Ross and Seth Rollins. I've actually posted it on Revolution Radio Facebook page. So if you get an opportunity to take a look at it, uh, you know, we'd like to hear your well, we'd like to hear your your big time take here about this because you know this is going to get huge here sooner or later indeed. Well we got a few minutes a few moments here I'm gonna go ahead and throw out a couple of quick plugs here. And we normally do this at the end of the show but I figured I'll just go ahead and just, just go ahead and take care of it here right now. And, of course, by, nice whistle, by the way, phones. Uh, don't forget, of course, to check out the store on eBay called Perpetual Uniquity, ebay.com forward slash STR forward slash Perpetual Uniquity, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y, Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. As we said, almost two, approximately 200 items, of course, still on there for sale. Be sure to check all that out here, of course, here when you have an yeah, opportunity for the, for the avid eBay shopper. And no, I'm not gay. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, like I said, uh, books and other knickknacks, also men's, women's, and children's clothing. Kiss, another piece of the rock and roll memorabilia. Video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. John, you would definitely would love Love the selection of video games on there. You need to check that out. You get a chance. Also, of course, uh, we still have a few DVDs on there on that page there as well of different of different genres. Uh, so be sure to, of course, uh, like to check that out. Oh today. shit! Uh, on there that you haven't seen in a long time or something you've never seen before. So definitely check that out here today. And also, ladies and gentlemen, one more quick plug I'll make here, of course, that is obviously Bulldog DVD sales and variety, of course. Whereas, as of course, our, our slogan is, we take a bite out of the call so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Mm. Our ongoing special is still continuing. Of course, Fonzie did ask that question last night. And yes, Fonzie, it's special is still continuing. All DVDs, regardless of single or multiple disc sets, and also Blu-rays of the same nature. Of course, we got everything from music DVDs, sport, sports DVDs, wrestling DVDs, uh, different seasons of different TV series on DVD, uh, also, of course, uh, um, all, all different genres, of course, everything from comedy, to drama, to westerns, to science fiction, to children's and animated movies, and horror uh, movies, uh, it's all there here, folks, and as we said, all titles posted on the page there, ladies and gentlemen, are worth one dollar, yes, as I said it correctly. One dollar. Be sure to check that out here today. All DVDs and Blu-rays personally checked out by yours truly, Mr. WWS Chad Hinchall. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, as I always say, if the DVDs were were not were not in any working condition, they would not be on that page. I would I definitely guarantee that, and 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 say that with extreme confidence. <laughs> Okay, as soon as Fong uh, blowing his nose, we'll go ahead and see. Uh, <clears throat> But also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our special offer that we have. Of course, I posted a video on the page there earlier here this week. We uh, have a special. Okay, JD, we have a special offer. Of course, as I've been talking about here, check out the video on the page if you want to know more. But I will go ahead and tell you, it is a four-disc set of great movies by the one and the only Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be Bach. Yes, indeed. Four 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 classic movies in one set here, folks. I'm talking about Predator. I'm talking about Total Recall. I'm talking about the Running Man and I'm talking about Commando. Four of his best right here in this set. And ladies and gentlemen, you can't think of a better deal than this. Four DVDs for the price of three. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this set will be yours for three dollars. Yes, I'm selling that for $3. Yeah. That's what Prime the video is all about. Be sure to check that out there. Uh, and those DVDs are in. I did check those out. And, of course, those DVDs are in great condition as well. So, let me know about that and all the other uh, selections we've got here as well. And, again, as we say, as we say, a, bull, as we say a Bulldog DVD sells a variety. <clears throat> we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Of course, speak to the man right here, JD. Of course, he has bought five of them of, of, from us already. Uh, and, of course, as he always says, they're in perfect working order. Very good. So, shape, be- yeah. definitely. so, so like I said, John and Fonzie likes it. If y'all are interested, check that page out. today. not guys. And so, like I said, you can't beat a better deal than that. Heck, you might even find some good Christmas gifts out of it. Who knows? And you can't. Hey, and they're in great condition like that. You can't get them any better than that. You can't do it. So, <clears throat> I, I think we might have gotten Ponzi's interest. The other night, that we mentioned we talked about something like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, JD, that that uh, story is on the page. Whenever you get a chance to buy them, please be sure to I will take it. check it out. Yeah, yeah, I know because this is something. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> no, because the thing, but the, the thing about it is that he was also he basically said it in a nutshell here that you know the how Seth Rollins couldn't be couldn't be put over as well as Becky Lynch has. Is basically what Jim Ross yeah. was saying. Oh, okay, so. So, so, like I said, the war is going to continue on, like I said, even in back, the backstage terms as well. He even, Jim Ross was even saying that he that he said this with confidence, and Fonzie and Johnny could back me up on this too. That he said that Tony Khan's father, the one I kept talking about that made that comment, you know, what I'm talking about there, has more, has, has, has more money than Vince McMahon does. Yeah, I'm not sure how much, but all I know is he's got more than money than Vince. Shoot, that'd be kind of funny if they even bought WWE. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, there. Like I said, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, Fonzie, let me. why well, I got you on the line here. Let me ask you the question. Um, and yes, I know. I know that you don't keep up with this as often as everybody else. However, just because of what it is, of course, a prediction title challenge, there is an AEW pay-per-view coming up on November the 9th called Full Gear. JD and John has already thrown their names in the hat for it, and i like to try to get a lot of these in advance here if we can. Fozzie, can we count you in for this one? Mm-hmm.
4: No. Nah. You sure? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, ladies, John Fonzie has has decided not to throw his name in the hat for this week, but he is still in for crown jewel here, folks. So he'll be waiting to hear about how that goes down here. Of course, next week we'll talk about that on next week's edition of NWO Wolfpack. Guys, Um, JD, John Fonzie, I, I'll ask if I may. Um, how about, like we did last night, and this is just all just for pure fun, how about we do one quick Family Feud survey? Works for me. Yeah, Ozzie? works. John, yeah. What about you? John, what about you? And by the way, I do thank the human surprise machine, John Gross, for coming on last night and helping me, uh, helping me out with uh, Revolution. And also plug-in hits and hit some, some new stuff he's got down as well. Uh, be sure to check out, of course, his uh, video he did last night on his page talking about AEW and NXT. He had a lot of great big-time guests on there and talked about everything under the sun with AEW and NXT. It was incredible. So, John, my kudos to you as well. John said he's not going to participate. He's going to go. Uh, you're quite welcome, sir. He's going to go try his hand one more time at another at another uh, round of WWE, WWE 2020. Which I, I can safely say him and Bobby both have told me that they enjoyed this game. Got some good reviews about it. So but uh but no no problem, John. Uh, okay. So JD and Fonzett, I guess you're in with this right here. Uh, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Uh JD, I'll let you go first this time on this. So we'll we'll do that and then we'll go back and forth between J D and Fonz to see how we do here. Top seven answers on the board, guys. Listen very, very carefully. And John's already left us here for the night, so John, we thank you, sir. We'll talk about you, of course, next week, of course, starting with Raw Radio next Monday night. Next Monday afternoon. I'm sorry. So, excuse me. Top seven answers on the board, guys. J.D., I'll start with you. Both of y'all listen very, very carefully. Name something about Santa Claus that a kid would not dare make fun of. I repeat the, Name something that Santa about Santa Claus that a kid would not dare make fun of. His belly. Number one, belly and/or weight. Okay. Fonzie, six more answers left to go on that. His beard. Number two, his beard. Okay, all right. Top two already. Very good. JD, uh five more answers left to go. I and mean, something about Santa Claus that a kid wouldn't dare make fun of. Uh his reindeer. Number six, his reindeer. All right, Fonzie, uh so far his belly, his beard, and his reindeer have been said. Uh four more answers left to go. I and mean, then something about I mean, something about Santa Claus that a kid wouldn't dare make fun of. His hat. You said his hat. Yeah. Okay, I'm being told that this is acceptable. Number three, his clothes. Santa because he's wearing it. Uh, so yeah, so Fonzie, you you got that one right there. So so far, J.D. I'll go ahead and reiterate his belly, his beard, his clothes, and his reindeer. Uh, four answers there being said. Uh, let's see, three more left to go. And there's something about Santa Claus that a kid wouldn't dare make fun of.
2: All right, let's see.
0: Uh,
2: (laughs) You can... uh, I'm going to say
0: his wife. Oh! That's a good answer, JD, but that is not on the board. But that's a good one, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh Lord, oh, may fun, of Mrs. Claus. See what, what Santa do next? Yeah. He, JD, be careful, JD. Santa's gonna pull out his cane and he's gonna whip you. To death. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh. Four answers said so far: Fonzie, his belly, his, his beard, his clothes, and his reindeer. Uh, three answers left. And there's something about Santa Claus that a kid wouldn't dare make fun of. Wanzi's thinking
4: very carefully. His balls.
0: He <laughs> "How you saying, uh, are you, are you saying uh, jingle fuck. balls?" Yeah. <laughs> I gotta give you that. Instead uh, of jingle balls, is jingle balls. <laughs> uh, that, that 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 that's that's a that's a Christmas X-rated movie called Jingle Balls. Okay, no. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Come on, whip that whip, whip that's your candy cane. Okay, oh God. <laughs> yeah. That's a good answer, Fonza. It's not there, but that's a good one too. That is a very oh. good one. All right, JD, so far his belly, his beard, his clothes, and his reindeer have been said. And something about Santa Claus that a kid wouldn't dare make fun of. Uh, Where you live? That's not on the board either. That's another good answer. I'm not doing strikes, guys, so just take as many turns as you can if you need it. Fonzie, take you on another.
4: I can't believe Mrs. Cause is not up at her. No. Yeah, she was. She was busy you playing with. It would him. be. You
0: think it would be though?
4: Yeah, yeah that's what I'm
0: saying. Well, guys, guys, can make a point about that. You're right. You're right. That you're absolutely right. But but the reason why she didn't make it up there is because she was too busy playing with his jingle balls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, she's thinking, Jack the balls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh jd you jd you you, you you nut, you okay yeah yeah
4: the presents. The
0: presents. The presents. uh okay i'm checking um i have being told this is acceptable his bag of toys i mean those yeah. are presents yeah, so 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 Fonzie, there you go, bag of toys right there. All right, JD, his belly, his beard, his clothes, his bag of toys, and his reindeer. And get your mind out of the gutter. Go- I'm not talking about that type of <laughs> thing. Get your, uh, two more answers <laughs> <laughs> to go. Name something about Santa Claus that a kid would not dare make fun of.
2: You would not want to make fun of uh, the
0: elves. That's another another great answer. That's not there either. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, Fonzie, still two more answers left. His belly, his beard, his clothes, his bag of toys, and his reindeer has been said. You know something about Santa Claus that a kid wouldn't dare make fun of.
4: Santa's helpers.
0: I think... Oh,
4: the girls. Oh, they're girls. The girls. Oh,
2: oh, I
0: looked at Ah, yes. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know you were going
2: yeah. with it
0: first. Either. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and J- and Fonzie, first off, I'm sorry to say they didn't make it on the board, but again, I know why, because they're helping Mrs. Falls deal with his jingle balls. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, I didn't think I sound. I, I left. I sound like the clown from It. Doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it called? Pennywise. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Okay. Let's see. it is. Um. JD. JD. about that kid wouldn't dare JD. So far, what has been said? His belly, his beard, his clothes, his bag of toys, and his reindeer.
1: Thinking
2: here. Yeah. i I I'll uh, well, let me think here. Ah. Oh. i uh, I'll trying
4: to think here. We got a gay game on tonight, J.D. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The gay okay. game? Oh, my lord.
0: I gay Vikings
4: ga- and the Skinners. Vikings and the Skinners.
0: Well, well, I guess, Fonson, you I guess you said to say Min- Minis- Minis- the guys in Minnesota were so horny they had to go all the way to D.C. to get sass. Oh, God. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh, there I go again <laughs> I can't believe I'm even recording this I am gonna
2: say you don't make fun of uh here I think <laughs> no clue. And kid is what
0: I'm sorry is what
4: he said he has
0: no clue. He has no clue. Okay, and I will say, ladies, and, and I will say to the kids out there, no kids, uh, we, we we will never reveal the secret on how those candy canes remain remain red. But let's just say Santa has a real big smile after that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah. Bonsi, still have two more answers left to go here. Uh, you want to take one more shot at it? Name something about Santa Claus. Yeah, Carlos?
4: I'm gonna take one more shot. I'm gonna say his slate.
0: Great answer. Didn't make it, unfortunately. Bonsi, uh, any more? Any more shots? Uh, any more shots? No. Nah, <laughs> nah. Jd, what, it, uh, are you are you locked in as as far as? Are you? Do you have any you want to try for this question? JD. JD. Yeah, I definitely. No you have, yeah, okay? So you you are not gonna you're not gonna make any guesses. is what I'm asking. Is that right? Yeah, I give up. Yeah, I give up. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, y'all did great. You got five out of seven. That's not too bad. First off first off I'll reveal the other, the remaining two answers. Now I'm gonna tell y'all what the what the, the the number of people that said each answer. Okay. The two remaining answers wasn't said number five is laugh.
4: Oh jeez. And number seven
0: is laugh. Yeah, laugh. What? That.
4: Yeah, you know laugh. how oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah who, who, I know. That, what was the number five? That
0: was number five. His laugh. Yeah. What, what was number seven? I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm not done. Oh, yet. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, Jake, G- stop fantasizing about Santa's candy cane and listen, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, number seven. His nose. Oh God. His- okay,
4: you could have said his fucking balls better than his nose. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's part of the thing. He touches his nose. You know, you go to the store the night before Christmas. I mean, that's that's what said. Yeah. Anyway, let me let me tell, let me tell you the, the number of people that said each of these. I'll start at the bottom and work my way up to the top. That's a bad phrase. Okay. Numbers okay. We, the last one, like number seven, was his nose. Two people said his nose. By the way. Oh, number, number six is reindeer. And number five, his laugh were tied with three people apiece, said both those answers. Number four, number number three, his clothes. Uh, Number three, his clothes. Number four, his bag of toys were tied at five people saying this. Oh, God. Number two, his beard. Only 15 people said it. But number one, his belly, 62 people said his belly. That's nice. Yeah, 62 people that you don't that that kid would kid would never dare make Santa Claus his belly. So there you go. So yeah, of course I know because I had to dress up as Santa Claus on a couple of occasions. I know how that is. Yeah. Fonzie, no disrespect, but have you ever been asked to play Santa? No. I haven't. Well, I have. But like I said, I've done it twice. I they, it, but get this. It, it, can, can I tell you the most embarrassing thing that, that was ever? That, that one thing that was I, I, I found that was a little bit a tad embarrassing that they did to make it more...
2: I, I can uh, name it. I, I have an idea what it
0: was. You got pissed on. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. Thank God of that. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm talking about the getting the, to the, the, the make me look more lifelike, like Santa... I can greet kids and everything. Hmm. They'd give me the red cheeks. they put rouge on my cheeks. Oh,
4: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. rouge on my cheeks. make, to oh, make my worst, cheese, I know. Cheese. My friends And I had to do this at a store. I was asked to go to <laughs> a store. Oh, jeez, that, that had to suck. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I didn't... As far as kids were concerned, J.D., I mean, you have to admit, yeah. that, gave, that 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 gave that's what made me feel better about doing It was for the kids. I think that seen more appropriate in how I felt about it. You know what I mean? And so that's yep. what I did. <laughs> Final
2: score, <laughs> Minnesota 12 Washington 9, case game 12-16, a buck 30. Uh, yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt, too. Yeah, he got spiked pretty good. Kirk Cousins, twenty-three or twenty-six, two seventy-three or two eighty-five. Adrian Peterson, fourteen carries, seventy-six yards. Dalvin Cook, twenty-three carries, ninety-eight yards. Stephon Diggs, seven catches, one forty-three receiving. But yes, the Skins now are one and seven. The Vikes are six and two. And of course, this week we got uh, Cincinnati and the Rams in London on Sunday. Seattle, and Atlanta. Uh, I think Carolina's on. Uh, yeah, they're on Fox this week. Cleveland, New England will be on at four twenty-five. And then of course the Sunday night game is Green Bay, in Kansas City, for Pittsburgh, Miami,
0: Monday night. Who's Carolina playing? San Francisco. San
2: Francisco at,
0: at Frisco. Yeah, that's gonna be a
4: I have Yeah, 69ers.
0: Oh the my! are going And of course, I hate, I'm as much as going to hate to say this, but if the Panthers lose, they're going to get it right in the end. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I think they're going to be San Fran this week. I really do. I took them this week. I think they're going to beat Garoppolo. I don't think Fisco's good as people think they are. Uh, Is
0: that right?
2: Yeah.
0: They just pick up
2: Emmanuel uh, Sanders. Yeah, they got him in the trade this week. And they still haven't yep. traded A.J. Green yet, Howard. I mean, the trade deadline is next Tuesday. I think A.J. Green's going to play his last game Sunday. I have a feeling the Bengals are going to deal with him after Sunday. I just have that feeling telling me. I mean, the Bengals are like Miami. I mean, they are, like I said, Howard. The Bungles. They are real. The Bungles are like 0-7. They're bad. I am. I mean, I am, like I, I
0: would keep me from my Bungle. You beat Miami,
2: to TV Miami. We're gonna Well, the Steelers this week are even without uh, Stephon to it. They should beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins Monday night are coming in limping. I mean, they 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 might as well think every game right now. Best away.
4: Well, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. They're gonna rely on Ryan
2: Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah, I saw that today. That's I read so that today. Yeah, they they're gonna start him over Rose, and they're gonna start him over Rosen. yeah, Rose and I yeah. okay, oh. guys. Oh yeah. Yeah, good luck. I mean, even if TJ Watt doesn't play, Cam Hayward and Alalu and the defense and uh, those guys are just gonna go stack happy uh, on him on on uh, freaking holy, Monday yeah. night. <laughs> holy they
1: God.
2: might as well just have a Miami Hurricanes play for them. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I think
2: you know. I and you know what's funny that it's funny you mention that because I think them from what I heard, and this is what I thought I heard today, and I'm not sure you might want to check this, Fonzie, but I think I heard. Them and the Canes, the Canes and the Dolphins are sharing the same plane. Yeah, oh, I know. They're yeah, what? Which is going to be fun. The, P-10? The, the, P-10? The, the Miami Hurricanes are going to be coming up here Saturday because Fonzie's going to the game against Pitt, Pittsburgh this week, the Panthers. They played Pitt-Panthers on Saturday and Pitt's homecoming. And instead of taking two planes, I think they're going to share all one plane together.
0: Yeah. So Pitt and Pitt, you're talking about Pitt and their homecoming?
2: Yeah, Miami, the University of Miami and the Dolphins, yeah.
0: Oh, Lord. If you, and, ladies and gentlemen, but based upon what J.D. just said, if you thought that it, be plane ride from hell was bad, that's going to be worse right there. Oh, dear God. Yeah, no kidding. Dear, it is. dear are yeah. going to be And <laughs> <laughs> Hey, J.D., how are
4: they going to, hold, how they're going to go hold 104 players plus the coaching
2: staff? Play, yeah, you, you need at least two planes. At least. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They might take two places yeah, I mean,
4: they might. I don't know. I don't know. They better
0: have plenty we'll of think. food for all of them.
2: That they all be happy. Yeah, that's for damn sure. That is for damn yeah. sure. Yeah. But
0: they better make sure they have plenty of food. Ladies and gentlemen. They might be here day.
2: Friday. They might get here Friday, J.D. Yeah. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah,
0: ladies. I can see that. Oh, they ladies. have to, J.D. Uh, wait my, a I'm sorry. Okay. No, that's, that's okay. But what I was going to mention here is I apologize in advance that I did not realize this happened until just a moment ago. Sadly, I'm sure we got a good amount of this, but our live video feed from NWO US selling went offline. I'm not sure what happened. But I think we did get a good amount of the video in. So definitely check out the video on NWO US for live tonight. Uh, we did have one extra person join us on there prior to this happening. That was our good friend, Captain Dave Spieler. Uh, J.D., let's go ahead and get a quick plug-in for Captain Dave because we didn't... Uh... Yes,
2: the Captain Horse podcast and, of course, the Heaven Wrestling Federation. You don't want to miss it, Howard. Tell him J.D. the Iceman sent you, Howard, as it is the best thing going. That is the Captain mm-hmm. Horse podcast and the Heaven Wrestling Federation. <laughs> on
0: Facebook. That's me. I, and also, I want to acknowledge Captain Dave, too. I did not know that he, he was on... Revolution with me and John last night on our live video feed from NWA US Built on Tradition, and I apologize to Captain Dave for that there as well uh, for not acknowledging. (laughs) I will will do so now. He has been a loyal follower of our shows, and of course, we are been followers followers of his. So we, so like I said, kind of doing that that little extra team up there, folks. I think that really kind of solidifies what the true meaning of what US and WWS stands for. As I've always said. And that's, of course, simply United standing indeed. Uh, JD and Fons, anything you wish to add before we close up shop for Wolfpack we'll 226 um, uh, so Get ready
2: for uh, Crown Jewel next week. Of course, the next to last show with SmackDown in Kansas City tonight. We'll see tomorrow night in Kansas City what it brings. Hopefully, it's a good show. I might be and,
4: uh, next week, uh, Chad. Next week, I might be a little late because I'm handing candies to the trick or
0: treaters. So, okay. okay, but as far as tomorrow, you should you should be okay as far as tomorrow being on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm
4: just I'm just giving you a heads up.
0: So, okay. Uh, uh, no. Current current forecast down here at WWSHQ in Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. Fifty degrees, clear with periodic clouds. Uh, let me go ahead and just throw, throw that out there. Uh, um, uh, of course, at six a.m., we will be at forty. We'll be at forty-nine degrees. Uh, let me do this. Uh, do this, and JD possibly starting tomorrow. We I like to start doing the weather thing again. I think that was working for a while. Yeah, uh, I can do that. Nope. Okay, I'm on it. Okay. All right, w- and I'll just give it for I'll, I'll give it for down here where I'm at tonight. And tomorrow we'll start fresh with the whole thing. Uh, tomorrow, of course, low fifty-five. High 71 here, cloudy skies. Uh, Saturday, uh, low 65, high 74, oh, mostly Sunday, October 27th, ladies and gentlemen, low 51, high 77, an 80% chance of showers. That's what predicted was predicting oh. down here. Monday, the 28th, mostly Sunday, 53, high 72. October 29th, partly cloudy, uh, low 55, high 71. Wednesday, October thirtieth, forty percent chance of showers, high fifty-four, low sixty-eight. Uh, Halloween, oh boy, low forty-eight, high 40 percent chance of rain. I don't know how the, the kids are going to survive not being able to get their candy. Uh, hey, it might. You
4: might have. You might do it Friday. Usually, I don't know. Sometimes. Sometimes you could do it the next well, day.
2: Well, here to here to here. No, <laughs> Tomorrow it's going to be cloudy here. It's 53 and clear here, 62 tomorrow, 56 with sun and rain, with some with, with some clouds and rain, 62 rain on Sunday, 65 on Monday, 71 on Tuesday, which really looks good, 64 next Wednesday and cloudy, then Thursday through Saturday, uh, 65 rain on Halloween here, which isn't too bad, sun and clouds and 50 on Friday, and then 52 on Saturday. So that's Again. the way the weather looks like. Yeah.
0: Next next Friday, the first of November, we start the week. Partly cloudy skies, low. And guys, listen to this right here in my neck of the woods: low thirty-eight, high fifty-six. Holy cow! Oh. You talk of cool. Oh, man. Yes. I love it. Yeah, cold weather. Yes. Saturday, November second. Yeah, you morning. want to? Hey, JD,
4: how about this? High 50, low 29, with 40% chance of showers on Halloween. How about that? Low 29. Yeah, I'm looking at at John's weather
2: right now. I'm looking at John's weather right now. It's 40 and clear right now. Tomorrow's supposed to be cloudy, 65. Rain on Saturday in your 60. Good. Sun and clouds with a chance of rain Sunday, 79, 70 next Monday with sunshine, 71. 69 how, uh, with sun and clouds on Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. Rain on Howie 67, and then on Friday and Saturday next week, for John St. Lords, 56 and 56. But it's going to be nice here, actually. It's yeah. supposed to be 71. I mean, it's supposed to be nice this weekend, I think, here. Fuck. Oh, it's going to yeah. rain a noon. Nervous... Yeah. Seriously? You're going to take up, you're gonna have to take an umbrella with you to the homecoming game. I mean, it's 62 and rain on Sunday, but then 65. Seventy-one, sixty-four. 64. Tomorrow doesn't look too bad, like 60 to 64. So i going to be too bad. It's going to rain all really day. Well, on Saturday? Yeah. I heard it. It's
4: just, got, it's it's started from like, noon and
2: until like <laughs> freaking 9 o'clock at night. Okay. Yeah, you take uh, your umbrella. Stay dry. And next
0: Saturday. Yeah, I know. First, it's all right. First Saturday November, November 2nd, down here in Trinity, North Carolina. Partly cloudy skies. Low 42, high 59. So there's, there's weather folks. Of course, John, JD Dibran, of course, from Pittsburgh and also from. What the heck? Oh, my Lord. Fonzie's got a train going through his apartment. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway. Uh, no, it's, it's my
4: uh, uh, NHL app, and uh, you could download this too, uh, um, Chad. It's an NHL app, and you go to uh, notifications. And you can pick any team like, you like, and Uh you can follow it. And Mm -hmm. when your team, whatever, the team score you pick, the team score, they will light the goal horn and shit.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's that's,
4: interesting. I'll have to check that out. I'll I'll definitely check that out. You said something on the NHL app? Yeah, it's on the NHL I got, I got your team, uh, um, Chad.
0: I have your team, and
4: I, when they score, the siren goes off.
0: When they Oh score. Well, thank, well, thank you kindly. I I greatly appreciate that. Uh, well, um, I may check that no, out. On the you can follow you can
4: follow any team you want. They, uh, Carolina lost to the overtime against uh, um, Columbus tonight. Four three in
0: overtime, right, right. But, uh, yeah. but well, definitely, definitely does a good plug there. Uh, uh, thank you, dude. thank you very much for checking it out here. Uh, let us know about that, yeah. A big plug there from, from Fonzie there. the they can try that here today. on that, on that, on that note, on that note, on, that, on that note here, folks. We thank you very much for listening in episode 226 of NWO Wolfpack here tonight. I definitely want to thank the Iceman Jerry DiGeralmo, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here, as well as, of course, the Human post Machine, John Gross, and, of course, all our folks that made on our live video feed from NWO US uh, <clears throat> include Mr. Hayden O'Neill, also, of course, uh, Mr. Matt Hahn-Wells, and also Captain Dave Spoon, We thank you very much for joining us as well. Tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget don't forget. A special edition of WWS Wrestling Debate at 7 o'clock. From Madness Kingdom will, t- of course, talk about everything under the sun going on here in Wrestling. Of course, throwing out everything under the table as best as they know how, best they possibly can. And who knows, there may be some surprises, I mean, as we always have here. And of course, right afterwards, WWS Revolution uh, 138055 pound or live video feed from NXT US to future generation. News and views, history and birthdays. We hope to hear from, of course, uh, the Black Widow and also Danny from Oak Park tomorrow. But their take as far as rest as far as everything going on in the world of wrestling goes, and everything else under the sun. <clears throat> uh, we hope to hear about what their take is on everything and all that. And of course, we'll check with both Michelle and Danny to see if they are in for the AEW Full Gear uh, um, Prediction Title Challenge. JD and John has confirmed it. Fonzie says he. Is not going to be a part of it. I will talk to Ann. I will also talk to Bobby as well. But we'll see about who we can get in with this. And who knows, it'll be a, it should be a good one there. But indeed, that picture is coming up November the 9th. So be sure to check that out here. But, of course, like I said, we have Crown Jewel to take care of here. Of course, we have our seven participants lined up right here. Bobby, J.D., Fonti, John, Ann, and Michelle will be taking part in that. Indeed. Uh, Wolfpack episode 226, of course, is a broadcast of the w us Radio Network. Right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where, of course, we have, of course, of course, we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other out there, folks. We will, of course, see you in the ring. And of course, I think um, I'm sure JD has some music lined up. I think for tonight. Yep, ready to go. Excellent, very good. And so ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is the WCWS Radio Network. And now here is the Iceman with today's, tonight's, I should say, closing theme.
3: I've learned my lesson. I'm a reformed rabbit, a better bunny, a happy hare. You don't want to get your old pal Roger in trouble, do you? I know! Ta-da! Ooh, it's a bright, shiny rattle. I'm <laughs> sorry. Thank you.
0: This is the WWS Radio Network. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk at to you tomorrow. On revolution, rest in debate, and revolution. thank you
3: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?